Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Let's get on the story of the reaction to the Green Party's Elizabeth May and Bloc Québécois leader Yves-François Blanchet saying oil is dead and the federal government must no longer provide any support funding for the Alberta oil sands project. Given the fact that oil uh, generates so much money and has the potential to generate tremendous funds for the economic reality and viability of this country and to fund social programs, given the fact that we're still, I think, importing 700 to 800,000 barrels of foreign oil daily, I don't know what... Ms. May and Mr. Blanchet were talking about. To me, even news would be if they didn't say that. Anyway, we're joined on the show by Tim McMillan. He's the president and CEO of the Canadian Association of Petroleum Producers. Mr. McMillan, thank you very much. You've been asked this a million times. Let's make it a million and one. What was your immediate reaction? And what's your reaction today when you hear me repeat what May and Blanchet said? Well, thanks, Roy. Um, my initial reaction was that uh, that this is foolish. Um, I heard Elizabeth May's comments about oil being dead, and uh, maybe it's because we just uh, find ourselves in the midst of a pandemic where we're taking things more serious than we have in the past. Um, maybe it's that Miss May has gone a little further than she has in the past, but to say oil is dead when it is something we are relying on in the middle of the pandemic to supply us with foods and goods, uh, to keep our medical institutions running, the plastics that go into into uh, the healthcare system, um, I just found it very ignorant, and I think that she overstepped uh, what she has traditionally done politically, and I think that she deserves to um, understand that's not acceptable in Canada anymore. Given that oil actually drives a significant percentage of our national economy and creates, as you pointed out just now, the opportunity to fund and, 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 and create the reality of healthcare components. And I spoke with Frank McKenna uh, probably two years ago now, the, um, the uh, deputy chair of uh, TD Bank. I'm probably getting the bank wrong. I'm wrong and I'll get into trouble for that. But Mr. McKenna pointed out to us that the Canadian economy had lost $107 billion over a seven-year period, a study by the bank, over a seven-year period because we couldn't sell and can't sell our oil to any other customer than the United States. So if that's costing us $107 billion over, over over seven years, the amount of money that we are not taking in to help our economy and help our social uh, structure in, in Canada is staggering, absolutely must be staggering. You must find that very frustrating. Yeah, it, it's extremely frustrating. And uh, this crisis is affecting all industries. But the energy sector is one that went into this crisis in a very weakened state. And it is exactly because of what uh, Mr. McKenna put forward on your show, that um, self-inflicted wounds on policy, on pipeline cancellations, have left our largest export, our engine of economic prosperity for our country for the last several decades and potentially decades to come. Um, We've allowed people like Elizabeth May to get away with making comments that were foolish, unfounded, untrue, and it has shown up in policy decisions, which has dramatically set us back as a nation. And at a time of crisis, these are coming home to roost. And uh, we have a, a recession that we're going to have to pull out of here in the next couple of months and years. And I think the energy sector should be one of the key drivers to get us out. 
But uh, comments like Elizabeth May's is only going to make that more difficult. The timing was absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. Are we still importing, and I said this at the beginning of the segment, I want to check with you, are we still importing in the neighborhood of 800,000 barrels of foreign oil into Canada daily? Yeah, that's right. Um, And it's because we don't have pipeline capacity to get Canadian energy. We export a lot of Canadian energy to the U.S., but we don't have pipelines connecting central and eastern Canada. And the irony is, actually, the largest refinery uh, in Canada has applied for a permit to take Canadian oil off our west coast, ship it down through the Panama Canal, and back up the the coast to uh, Atlantic Canada. Now, if that isn't uh, folly, I don't know what is in a country that uh, could have a far more efficient system. It's bizarre. It truly is. It's not efficient uh, for economics nor for the climate. But uh, it's the reality of today. How much of a global demand remains for oil? And for how long, Mr. McMillan? Well, we've seen the demand for oil continue to rise every year for the last decade. And uh, we see projections that uh, have the demand for oil rising above 100 million barrels a day in the next couple of years and continuing to grow each and every year out for decades to come. the projections of the International Energy Agency, they have multiple scenarios, but their base scenario has it uh, flattening out in the mid-2030s and uh, a slight decline by the time we get to 2040. But at that point, we're well over 100 million barrels a day. And Canada should be aspiring to be the supplier of choice, that if the next barrel of oil comes from Canada as opposed to Saudi Arabia or Russia or Nigeria, the world will have a better environment, a better social um, and better um, sustainability than uh, than if it doesn't. Not great news from Murphy Oil in Calgary this week, and not great news from Enbridge either. No, it, it certainly isn't, and that's the reality of, I think, the time we're in with the crisis. But also, when the energy sector is looking at making investments and uh, closing offices, I don't think Canada has done itself a great service over the last several years of positioning itself to be that head office uh, center, to be the the capture of future investments, just because we have approved pipelines and then canceled them. We have delayed projects. We have uh, put complicated regulatory systems in, and uh, the world has shifted their focus and their investments to other places. So this is, is disappointing, but it's not the first, and uh, I think it is a call to action for us to get our house in order. We have world-class reserves, and the world is using more oil and gas uh, into the future. So I think Canada has an opportunity, but we can take nothing for granted, and I think that's why Elizabeth okay. may have made these comments in the past, but they can't go on any longer. Mr. McMillan, appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. Terrific. Thank you. Tim McMillan, President and CEO of the Canadian Association of Petroleum Producers. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.